In this episode, I interviewed Marin Moore. She's from the US and we got into an incredible conversation about how sometimes we get lost and we settle for just good enough. We settle and try to please everyone before ourselves. Now, if you're a mom, this episode is truly going to hit the nail on the head for so many levels, but you do not need to be a mom to feel like you're in a plateau, feel like you're overwhelmed, a bit guilty, and just get lost in your journey, striving for your goals, right? You try to please other people and think that, yes, you're you're helping others and that's what you should be doing, but you have to help yourself too. You're not just meant to be one thing, right? We all are capable of and deserve to be striving for the best damn version of ourselves. I think you'll really enjoy this episode, so let's get started. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Nice to meet you. In, you as well. In this episode, I want to dig into, yeah, not settling for good enough, you know, <laughs> figuring out how everybody you know, how we can give the audience a boost, whether they're in a plateau right now, whether they're in a place where they're like, hmm, you know, I'm happy with where I'm at until you realize that you're not really right. Or you're not happy or things Mm -hmm. do start to feel overwhelming. Mm -hmm. I know recently with the pandemic being over this last swing of things in the beginning of this year, Mm -hmm. I feel like everybody has gone from doing absolutely nothing (laughs) Mm -hmm. to now doing, trying to catch up, trying to, and I'm in Canada, so you're in the US, so it may be a little bit different for you, but I've noticed a lot of the overwhelm, a lot of the no time excuse coming back into play for people. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. I think we've all gotten in the habit of having so much time that the necessity of getting things done isn't there anymore. And so we've forgotten what it means to be really productive or to run a really tight ship. You have to have a you have to have a um, a goal, a date on the end of it, a, a project timeline, so that you have you're going to and run out of time. You need to know that there's it's finite. You've got to get this done. Otherwise. Anything that you have to do will take as much time as you give it, which can be three days, three months, three years. I mean, I'm just as guilty of that as anybody else. And certainly not, this is not the pot calling the kettle black. I am definitely guilty. (laughs) All I'm thinking while I'm listening to is this is me too. This it's totally totally. relatable, right? Even somebody who, or both of us who are probably very highly productive, I still struggle. <laughs> I still struggle without, up. <laughs> without having that goal. And I think you're right with the COVID and everything. It, you know, there was no vacations that anyone was looking for. There was no events to be had. So we were kind of all just in like this standstill of like, we'll do nothing. We have nothing to look forward to. Exactly. Yeah. Right now it's yeah. like, you can travel, you can do all the events. There's more things, everything's popping out at us all at once. Mm -hmm. So how do we go from being 
completely inactive to now staying on top of added events yeah. and yeah. more. It's, it's a big gap. It is. Right? It is a big gap. Yeah. It's, it takes some work. It takes some work to get going. Yeah. It's kind of like the same gap with losing weight and trying to make a healthy lifestyle change. We all try to start from that rest zero position to a hundred percent on the next day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it, and it usually only leads to overwhelm. It does, you know, and I think that the overwhelm is part of the problem because when you're overwhelmed, um, you don't even know where to begin. So you just sit and kind of wander around the house and, you know, I've been snacking on pretzels just before this, you know, just making a lap through the kitchen and coming back, lap through the kitchen and coming back. And yeah, those overwhelmed things without the structure of um, a deadline, it's really easy to lose track of time and not to do anything, not to get anything done. You know, you need to be able, you need to have some accountability to yourself. And anything that you do, the way you do one thing is pr- pretty much the way you do anything. That said, all of us, all of us, okay, use that very, t- very loosely, but all of us, most are of us, more, yes. yeah, <laughs> are more inclined to bust ourselves for somebody else than we are to do for ourselves. I am the easiest person I can, I can fail on. I don't have to do because, well, I can just make it up somewhere else. It would be, I just don't want anyone else to think that I'm a bad person. So I'm going to go the extra distance and I'm going to go the extra mile and make sure that I take care of everybody else. And I'm wonderful. So now I've got all my props. Somebody's patted me on the back, but at the end of the day, I haven't done what I needed to do for me. I haven't taken care of the things that I need to around my home and my productivity in my own personal business way down and so that needs to be corrected that needs to be taken care of and so um I think a lot of us women I would love to elaborate on that further just because that is a women tendency we right we do love taking care of everybody else and Mm -hmm. we put ourselves at the very bottom of our priority list Mm -hmm. but we do it out of not not the reasons we want to. We do it because of that reason, like you were saying, with regards to patting ourselves on the back, feeling you know good that we've helped everybody else. But then it does add up to a problem after a long time. Yeah, you do begin okay. to slow down. You aren't taking care of yourself, so then you're you're no longer capable and able to take care of everybody else, and right. and definitely to be able to sustain that. Right. Right. Once upon a time, so I'm going to back this up just a smidge and yes, kind of give you that subtle, give you that subtle for um, statement thing. Um, so when I graduated from high school, I graduated from high school at about 200 pounds. And then I had to go through the process of losing that weight. And at the time and over the course of my life, I have used a lot of manifestation techniques. I've used a lot of goal setting techniques. And I have not, I didn't really realize it. It was just I sort of stumbled on them and I didn't realize it enough to be able to say, oh, I could do that again. And so over the course of time, I did lose a lot of weight. I used some basic principles that I'd heard. You know, you always leave um, something left on your, something is left on the plate, right? And you put your fork down between bites so that you, you chew your food. You're not just shoveling your food. And um, you sit down at a table and make it a proper 
meal, you know, so that you're not just grazing through the kitchen. Now, having said that, I just told you I'm still happy the kitchen. We, still we are happens. not perfect. No, yeah, it is. We're not perfect. But you know, these little things happened, and and then fast forward a lot of years, um, you know, weight comes and weight goes. But at the end of the day, when we're losing weight or when we're taking care of ourselves, that is the most personal gift that we can give ourselves. It is personal care at its core. When we start saying, you know what, I'm going to improve this and I'm going to have to tell other people no. And learning to say that no is so hard and it's heartbreaking and you don't, and what if they look at you hurt? What do you mean? I've got to pick up my own socks. I'm, I'm sorry. I just don't know how that's going to work. Well, yes, you're going to have to pick up your own socks because I need to do something for me right now and you're, you'll be fine. And sometimes it's just that minor. And as we, you know, we get older and life changes and life happens, you know, finish school, go to college, you get a relationship, maybe you have kids, maybe you have a career. And all of a sudden life has just happened. And you realize that those things that you used to dream about, I used to dream that I was going to be a star on TV, or I was going to travel the world, or I was going to bask on a yacht in the Greek Isles. Those things never happened. They weren't even started. They weren't even attempted. They weren't. And I had settled for just taking care of everybody else. Everyone else, just the mediocre lifestyle, just, you know, what was expected of me. And I pushed all of those dreams to the side. And so now I'm in this personal coaching, this mindset and this mentoring space. And I realized, and it was thinking about your podcast, that I started to realize that dieting, in whatever form that is, is the epitome of personal care because you're the only one who's going to do it for you. It doesn't affect anybody else and it's all about you. And until you start focusing on you and taking care of you and you can do it by skipping the second helping or you could do it by leaving something on the plate, you can do it by just walking out the door and taking a short walk that you start taking care of you and your energy starts to build and you can give to somebody else and you don't settle for anything anymore you start demanding more of yourself and you start demanding more of people and how you treat yourself is how other people are going to treat you as well so if you have disregard for yourself and for your time and what it is that you're doing in your day and your dreams other people are going to have the exact same opinion and it's really an eye-opener when you stop and you go oh my gosh I let them treat me like that I let that person come at me like that and that's wrong And that's so easy to do and to let it get too far. And what happens and what I was hearing and what you were saying too is that, you know, often saying no is the harder part, (laughs) but (laughs) just like going to do the workout, just like a lot of the things that are good for us, like preparing the healthy meal instead of getting takeout, they're hard at first, but either you benefit more from it or the person around you, like I'm going to use the example of my kids, right? Mm-hmm. So teaching them to go clean up after themselves is harder to get me to teach them to do, but mm-hmm. it's not just me who's benefiting from it by teaching them and I'm not having to do it myself. I'm teaching them to do it for themselves, which in turn helps them. Mm-hmm. Again, it's a harder thing to start. The easier route is just, I do it for them. Yeah. I don't have to argue with them. I don't exactly. have to complain. I just do it. Right, and the same right. thing happens in little pieces when we are constantly doing things that 
are not maybe authentic to us, maybe not what we intended to do. Maybe that was like the one hour window you had carved out to work out. Mm -hmm. And you're now using that to do something for somebody else. Not that that's not going to happen from time to time. Not that that's not acceptable every now and then. But if every time that's happening, Mm -hmm. every time that you're just completely not taking that moment for yourself, it's not just about yourself that gets hurt. It's the other people too, right? Like I, I totally work out for my mental health, hundred (laughs) percent. Like, yes, it keeps me healthy, Mm -hmm. but mentally, if I get that workout in, then I feel more present with my children. I have more energy to give to this podcast episode. Right. And I think a lot of people, they don't see that part of it. Right. We so forget. Yeah, we kind of associate like that with the selfishness of, okay, you left to go do a workout. It's only for the time that you took away from your kids. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it's, for example, uh, yeah, you're not helping somebody else in the evening. You're taking time to go prepare your own healthy food. But Mm -hmm. it's not just for you that you're doing that for, Mm -hmm. right? Right. I, you can, and you strive for more than just a feeling or sorry, strive for more than just that number on the scale. You do it for yourself and then everybody else can benefit from that too. Absolutely. You, um, people forget that children don't do as you say, they do as you do. And so they have to be shown how to treat other people. They have to be shown how to treat you. And that's where it starts. Um, Many, many years ago in my Sunday school class, the Sunday school teacher said, don't worry about the rest of the world. Worry about you and your world because it will start affecting the rest of the world. And if your destiny is to go into, go out into the world, that's one thing. But start here. And that's you too. You start here. You take care of this. And it doesn't mean that you're being self-centered. It doesn't mean that you're being conceited. It means you're taking care of you because until you take care of you, and you have an abundance to give, there's nothing to give. There is no greatness in living an impoverished life. Now, that doesn't mean without money, but just in living in lack and that you have nothing left to give. You need to take care of you. Your kids will follow your follow your example. That's what they're going to do. Your friends will treat you the way you let them treat you. And if your job for you is to take care of you know, to plan a healthy meal every night or to make Sunday the day that you prep for the week, um, then that's what you do. That time is set aside for you and they'll all be fine. They'll come around. It's okay. And if they can't get over that, you're taking care of yourself. Think it's about just that. that starting hard part because <laughs> it it's hard. a rebuilding that, that habit. It that's is. the hardest part to, to yeah. actually take that time out for yourself. It is. start incorporating, you know, more time with your healthy meals or, you know, we do just so often associate it with the selfishness and, you know, it's, it's all about us. It's all about that number, but it's not at the end of the day, right? right? It's not, especially when health conditions arise, if you're not taking care of yourself later on down the road, Mm -hmm. right? Like that's not, as you get older, it gets harder. I, I will tell you, man, dieting at this age is not dieting at your age. It just is not. It's a whole different, whole different show. <laughs> exactly. And really digging thing. back to what you had said too, is, you know, it's, 
and the, the name of the podcast, it's, it's not just about what happens with the scale because right. easily you can be at a weight. You could have reached it there and gotten there in an unhealthy way and not be satisfied, not be happy with yourself. Mm-hmm. I did. I've done that many times, right? I've done the, all the unhealthy ways of barely eating all the cardio to get myself down to this number, hoping and wishing that then once that number comes, all the other pieces then make sense. The happiness right. comes, the, all yeah. those good feelings, the magic happens when yeah. you reach this oh, yeah. number. Exactly. Why wait for your happiness? Why wait to be 130 pounds so that you can be happy? You know, why not be happy now? Why not enjoy the ride? Why not make this just part of your schedule that you're going to be happy? Now, in your podcast, you were talking about there's going to be days you need to, uh, where saying gratitude, being grateful and saying positive affirmations are not going to work. I totally agree with that. 100%. Oh my gosh. So glad you said that because it was, we need to acknowledge what we're feeling and why we're feeling and then we can move on to the grateful and the, the gratitude and the attitude adjustment. But until you recognize why you're angry and eating a pint of ice cream, nothing's going to change. You have to understand who you are and why you're doing what you're doing, where you're wasting extra time in here that you can pick up. The and then small see windows your, and small oh, changes. Yeah, small and changes. I- I think, sorry, just want to loop back to like even the beginning of our conversation where we said that gap was missing. I think that's where so many struggle, people struggle too, because our diet culture makes us believe that there has to be this big jump from one extreme to another, right? And it's actually the middle piece. It's the middle piece of just taking those baby gradual steps, those small, tiny little windows, Mm -hmm. making those small changes and you can enjoy the process then you can make Mm -hmm. progress without being perfect. I preach it. I say it a thousand billion times, just because the fact, as soon as I dropped it for myself, as soon as I realized there's no way you're going to be perfect, there's Mm -hmm. no way it's possible. I'm type one diabetic. I don't care how awesome the plan is. (laughs) I I can't follow it. It's not perfect and it never will be. Right. But that doesn't mean that you can't be a healthier version of yourself. That doesn't yeah. mean you don't, you can't feel better and have more energy and maybe even lose weight, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. it starts with what's truly going on in the inside. Mm-hmm. I ask my clients to capitalize on the inspiration when they feel it. It doesn't have to be, I mean, you can't just change your entire life in a day. Um, you can, but there's usually an emotional impact that comes with that. You've received some really bad news. And now everything has to shift or life doesn't work anymore. And that's a problem. So if you can just start taking it one little, like you said, little baby steps, one little step at a time. So just before this podcast, Chris and I went to the gym. Rather than be there an hour, we went for 30 minutes and we came home. We got something done and we came back. We just took advantage of that little bit of time rather than the entire hour. That was great. You know, um, uh, fixing a lunch. Let's have a salad. Okay. You know, I'm just not feeling up to it. Or in the morning, if I'm not, I don't, um, you know, maybe leaving sugar out of the coffee in the morning. Yes. That's just a little change. tiny thing. Yes. yes. And as you do, do it more often, it will become easier and it will eventually become a habit. 
such that you don't need to think about it anymore. And it's part of the process. I don't drink soda anymore. I don't care if you do. I don't care if other people do. It's just not something that I do anymore. No. And maybe you've had to, yeah, you've had to work up towards that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 100%. Actually, the first couple starts of my program, that's literally all I am saying to people. Why are you taking everything out all at once? Why are you doing this extreme when it's totally not necessary? What's going to happen in a few weeks later when, you know, you've got this perfect diet because it changed yesterday. You got no wiggle room later. I always Mm -hmm. encourage uh, my clients as well. Like we need to make sure you're eating enough. We Mm -hmm. need to make sure you're having enough protein, enough good foods to keep you full Mm -hmm. before we start looking at taking out anything, right? You have to work your way up to that. Mm -hmm. I um, heard somebody say one time, um, and it was in reference to a diet program. She said, aim for 80% of the time. She said, because then, you know, you have a little bit of, you have some soft spots in there. Bad things are going to happen. You know, the cat's going to throw up on the carpet. You're going to miss the bus. Something's going to go wrong and you want to placate yourself. Okay, that's fine. But that does that's not the lifestyle. That's just here and there. And friends are going to say, let's go out. And you want to be able to have a glass of wine and maybe a slice of pizza with everybody and just be part of the, the party without saying, nope, my whole life is different now. I can't have you in there. I'm diet. not going to come with you. Yep ever again, because my life is completely different. That doesn't even make sense. I mean, why would you close yourself off and put yourself in that box? Mm. You know, it's a temporary fix. That's not something that is sustainable for anybody. It's not. And then when you get into it and you start doing that, you forget, I mean, eventually your mind is going to just go, okay, I'm going to implode here. Something's got to give. You're going to, you need human contact. You need to be able to go out and express yourself. You need to be able to let your hair down on occasion as it were. And do a short workout instead of a perfect hour workout. How many people, okay, I only have 30 minutes. Guess I'm not going to do anything at all. Right. And it's like, what? 30 minutes? You could do so much and you could be completely satisfied. I mean, even like leg workouts, which are the longer of anything, you know, you can do one that can completely demolish your legs in 40 minutes tops. Right. There's so right. much opportunity and just realizing that it's not supposed to be perfect. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be a bit messy, mm-hmm. right? It is supposed to be, okay, I fell down. I learned something from that. Now I know what not to do, right? right? It's, it's supposed to be that messy middle path. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that um, I think people in the world of dieting, I think people forget to set themselves up for success as well. They forget that they can um, they can clean up the kitchen a bit. They can eat the last of the cookies and not replace them. They can eat the last of the ice cream and not bring more into the house. And they can start setting themselves up for success without having to throw everything away, without you know, just cleaning out the refrigerator and going, there's nothing here but lettuce and carrots. This is not going to work, right? There are little things that we can do that just gently bring it along and just say, okay, this is not the end of the world. It's just for a while. And it's going to become easier and easier. And that for a while gets longer and longer as it becomes more and more of a habit. And then it's just not even on the radar. You don't even anymore. think of it anymore. Yeah. It's, it's become a habit. It's just not even in the to-do list. 
anymore. So it's not a big deal. Those little tiny changes ease come along much easier. Much you can easier. you can see me bursting at my seams as you're saying that. <laughs> I'm just because that is such a big piece that I feel is so important in what everything that you had just said. Because guess what? I call those beyond the scale wins. That is you and making something that is a healthy progress for you. And that deserves to be freaking celebrated. (laughs) How often does somebody say, oh, well, I overate. I'm going to now guilt myself because I overate. I'm like, whoa, 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 hold up. Right. Let's look back two months ago. You may be overate, but you overate half of what you normally do. Mm-hmm. And then you put it away. Mm-hmm. Like, that is amazing. That is mm-hmm. huge progress that you do not need to feel guilty for. You need to celebrate the hell out of. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. People, people, uh, women, let's just pick on women because we're Yes, here. I know. We keep saying people were trying to be broad, but we're totally picking on the women. <laughs> I know, let's just pick on women. Um, anyway, uh, we feel guilty for most everything that we do. You know, we're supposed to be perfect. We were raised to be a princess and I still want to be a princess. Okay, so I'm not knocking that one by any stretch of the imagination. And whatever your vision of perfect is or whatever your vision of success is, I encourage you to go for it. I encourage you to dream. So what if you took some time and you start to daydream? Like get out a coloring book, get an adult coloring book and start coloring and letting your mind wander and remembering the dreams that you used to have and start embracing those. And what does that person look like? How is she dressed? What is, where does she live? How does she carry herself? Who does she talk to? What does she talk about? And start seeing yourself as that new person. This is the Neville Goddard as the wish fulfilled, believing and seeing yourself in that place of success and knowing that this is who I am. This is what I do now. I don't do those things anymore. I don't eat the whole pint of ice cream anymore. I'm quite content with just a spoonful. And I I wear, I put my makeup on every day. I, I, I style my hair every day. I try to wear nice clothes every day because I want to feel good. I work at home. The kitchen's right behind me, but I do this for me. It's important. The person that I am does these things. Now in this transition from there to here today, yeah, there's going to be some stumbling blocks, but the more I focus on who it is I want to be and who it is that I intend to be, those things start becoming a habit. We start developing them. And I start reaching for those dreams, those daydreams I was just talking about in that coloring book. And I start creating better processes for me. I start creating a better lifestyle. I start creating better habits, you know, productive activities, ways to become successful. And as you approach that, you'll see more for yourself because when you get there, oh my gosh, it's going to be too small of a goal. You're going to need You're going to keep setting more and You're I love keep that. Going. I yes. love that too because it's a positive way to look at it rather than everything you're not. Yes. Everything that you're you can't be doing, you should be doing guilt, the negative yeah. association yeah. that right. comes with it. Right? I like to do a similar sense of like okay, what would a healthy person do? I mean, yeah. I know that I'm striving to be a healthy person. So would that person, would a healthy person, you know, choose to get takeout again tonight or, mm-hmm. 
would a person, healthy person choose to take the stairs right now compared to, you know, going on the elevator? Like just right. a simple association to something that maybe can feel overcomplicated mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Take it, just take it in bite-sized chunks. And remember that you are, so let me see, um, let's try this analogy. I am the CEO of Marnie Incorporated, and it is my job to run the business of me to the best of my ability. And my brand, my personal brand, so that people know what I expect of them is that I am put together, I put my makeup on, I comb my hair every day, I put on a clean shirt, and I make sure that I'm presentable. That is my brand, and I carry myself in such a way. So I want to, like you said, what would a healthy person do? What would the CEO of Marnie Incorporated expect of Marnie the employee to do to make, to come to uh, represent that brand to the best of my ability, step by step? It's little steps. It doesn't, doesn't all happen at once. My gosh, no way. There's not a business in the world that was built overnight. No way. No, but I think that can be a great way for somebody who, who maybe doesn't have a coach right now and who is wondering like, I need somebody to hold myself accountable, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Accountability is great. Everybody is. Yeah. And it's fabulous if you can have a coach. Everybody should have one. Yeah. Nobody needs one, but everyone should have one. (laughs) They definitely should. And you can become like practice through time, becoming your own type of coach, becoming, Mm -hmm. you know, using in practice yourself as that person right? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Right. Holding yourself accountable saying, okay, like for me, I think I, I definitely, when I made a switch from saying like, I'm trying to be that person who is really on social media and looks very fit and is all of this. But then I started to make that switch of like, guess what? I can never be that person. Um, so why don't I strive for the future version of myself? Uh Why don't I strive? Because I need to push myself. I don't always, I'm not always going to have somebody to hold me accountable. I'm not always going to have a coach. I'm not going to have somebody there on the hard days. So the person that we all need to be striving for is that healthier version of ourselves, that future Mm -hmm. CEO version of ourselves, Mm -hmm. right? Because we shouldn't settle. And when you you get in the journey, you know, you won't want to settle. Like, that is why it is so important for us not to focus on the goal, on the result, on the number, on the scale, on that freaking destination, because there's no, like, I got there. I can just go back to old ways. I can just stop what I'm doing, or I just get instantly happy. No, that's not going to be happy. Be happy now. Enjoy the ride. Expect some bumps in the road. Expect to skin your knee fall down on your face. I've fallen on my face so many times. I can't even begin to tell you. Andy Garcia said it was okay to fall down as long as you fall forward. Just keep falling forward. Just keep falling forward. That's what you're going to do. Yeah. When you quit caring about everybody else except yourself, then you can start going, oh, hey, hey, I got stuff to do. I'm going to start doing this. You know what? I really want to you know, get on that yacht in the Greek Isles. Well, how do I start doing that? Okay, first things first, I got to get myself in a in a condition that, you know, that the trip is going to be fun and I'm going to have fun hiking and biking and getting myself there. What is that going to be? And it's not about the scale. It's just about the journey. It's about being better. You know, um, therapy 
is about healing wounds of the past. Okay. And so we can heal those wounds. We can talk about them and maybe understand why we eat the pint of ice cream, why we were upset and we eat because it made us feel better or our parents were uncomfortable talking to us. And so they asked us to eat, or maybe that was just the family dynamic that everything happened around food. Okay. So those are just options. So, okay. When you recognize what it is you're feeling and why you're doing what you're doing, then you can go, okay, I can start making changes now because now you have the information to go forward. You understand more about yourself and you understand where it is you want to go, who you want to be. Start taking those little baby steps. Start understanding who you are, what's in your way and who you want to be. Begin there. And it's just, it's one step at a time. It's not the whole show in one shot. It it won't because you won't have the energy to do it everything will fall apart and you'll be back to We're not superhuman robots. No. That, that first step of being aware is so eye-opening, right? And then when yeah. you have that awareness, then it's like, okay, now you can you can get started. You can kind of just begin making mm-hmm. gradual steps and gradual progress. And the perspective of everything is so important, right? Mm-hmm. Like even if I, again, we'll go back to guilt because we feel it so often. <laughs> maybe if you do feel guilty, maybe if you do feel behind, mm-hmm. I like to say, you know what? Use it as a positive. Turn it into an urgency for yourself. Turn it into a fire under your ass to start making changes and you know, really give it your all. It doesn't yes. have to be a negative thing. I feel behind all the time. I feel the business is behind, you know? Yeah. You should see the pile I got over here. <laughs> Prepping for the wedding. There's all kinds of things yeah. that I could feel behind about, but rather than sit in the overwhelm, sitting in the guilt, sitting and feeling further stuck right. and anxious and all those other feelings that come with it, you got to break free from, okay, I have to make this huge leap, this huge jump. Mm -hmm. Instead, you just don't have to make the first step because that's where those mistakes are really important, right? Because Mm -hmm. people are so scared to take that huge leap because they know it's really hard and it's very impossible, right? And they're so scared that, okay, I'm not going to be perfect. There's no way I can actually make that leap. You're right. That's Mm -hmm. why you have to take that first step. But then when you take the first step, I always like to use this analogy. We always think that, you know, okay, to get to this goal, and I'm famous for this myself, (laughs) it's like A, B, and C, and then I'm there. But when we take that step A, it's like one, two, three, four, now I'm going to be at B. Or oops, one, two, and then I take a step back, and then I learn something from it, and then you move to the next step. Right. Right? right, It's just because we're so much want to get there as fast as possible. Right. We want it to be easy. We want it to just be ABC that we're there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think, you know, um, there's no reason to feel guilty. You know, men don't feel guilty and uh, they just go forward. It's part of their confidence. It's just their, it's the way that they're wired. It's just part of that project. And um, I think that sometimes when we've got these big goals, these big grand goals that we need to be more like a man and just bury ourselves in our work or just stay really, really focused. It's not the process and the journey instead. Yeah. Just go, just start moving forward. And I am terrible. I have analysis paralysis. I sit and think about things until they no longer matter. And then it's the opportunity is gone and I should overthink. Oh Oh my my gosh. I am just the worst. 
terrible, terrible, terrible. And so there are those days where I just absolutely have to buckle down and make myself do one thing. Just do the one thing. Okay, that's done. And like you were saying in your podcast, you know, there's things that I should be doing. It will take two seconds, two minutes on the outside. And yet I just don't even know where to begin or how to get started to get it done. And there's times you just have to begin. And so when you feel that inspiration, act on it right now. Please, please, please just act on it. It's not going to be a perfect system. Just act. And um, in the world of, I mean, let's make this, you know, frilly for, you know, let's make this heart centered for just a minute. In the world of manifestation and the law of attraction, that what you put out there is what you're getting back. And you can change your mind at any moment on, in time. You can make a new decision and your energy will change in but an instant. And it's going to start going out there. But everything that you've already been thinking about, the universe is sending energy to you. And now there's this new energy that's coming out and they're going to collide and there's going to be a problem. Just expect that when you make a decision to do something, something's going to go wrong. And then you can tick that box and you can say, yay, okay, that's done. Move aside. Let's keep moving forward because you know that initial stumbling block is out of the way and you can keep moving forward the destination is always the same the plan and the journey is fluid go with it but keep moving forward yes especially when we do get in that situation where we feel stuck we feel overwhelmed we know we need to do something hard and we're totally dreading it that's usually when we do go to the cupboard to eat feelings and try to avoid what it is that we need to do and Mm -hmm. that's one really great way is, and I love that you added that, just take charge. Just when you feel it, go do it. I totally agree with you on that. And I also agree. And through my own practice have realized the earlier in the day that you can do these hard things, the more likely you will to be, to be able to accomplish them. It, and the same applies, of course, for exercise. Mm-hmm. If you cannot exercise earlier in the day and there's only time you like working out is in the evenings, do that. Do your routine. Totally okay. Right. But if you're somebody who keeps saying, I'm going to work out tomorrow, I'm going to get it in the next day. No, I didn't do it again. I keep procrastinating it to the end of the day. It's because you keep putting it to the end of your day mm-hmm. when you are tired, mm-hmm. when you're more likely to give up, when you're more likely to go eat in the cupboards. Mm-hmm. If you move it to the earlier in the day, move it to an earlier and higher priority on your radar, Mm -hmm. usually that allows you to actually go get more done. Like for me, working out gives me the energy, gives me the relief of, okay, I don't have to think about it for the rest of the day. Mm -hmm. Now I can fully go conquer everything that I else that I need to do. Mm -hmm. Right. And it couldn't, it doesn't necessarily have to be with working out. It could totally a phone call that you, or an email that you need to send out, like still hard things to do. Mm-hmm. But through time and time again, I've earlier in the day, as soon as you feel that urgency, push yourself to make yourself go do that hard thing. Cause then you feel better. And that actually builds momentum to maybe go do another hard thing. Right. Right. You know, um, in the world of dieting and self-care, People talk about willpower. You just don't have the willpower to do it. I don't have the willpower to do it. Okay, you only have so much willpower. And the more tired that you are, the less willpower that you have. And there have even been studies on this. Your willpower can be strong in the day, earlier in the day when you're fresh. But by the end of the day, if you've been working and it's been stressful, 
you might as well write that one off because it is not going to happen. You need to put that where it belongs. The other thing I would say is that it's important in understanding who you are and how you function that you realize that um, your schedule needs to be set for you when it works for you. So my business coach told me to make Mondays the day that I plan out all my social media and I take care of XYZ. You know what? Mondays don't work. That's not just not going to work. I plan social medias on Thursday. That works for me. And you know what? I, I hit it every Thursday. Monday, I do other things for the house and for my, my partner and for more personal things. That's great. And then my business gets taken care of on Thursday. But you and don't need to feel guilty for I don't not feel guilty. And I did it first because it was like, oh my gosh, I'm just not following the program. I'm not doing, okay. you know what? The program is whatever it is Works that you'll for you. do. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so I organized my week to be the thing that I will do. I go work out in the late afternoons. That works for me. The day is done. I get a leisurely morning. We have coffee. I do a little of this. I do a little of that. I run some errands and it's all great. And I can go to the grocery store in the evening. I can go late at night. It suits me. But the workout, six, seven o'clock. As a matter of fact, it pops up on my calendar every night at six o'clock. Some days I'm there at four. Today I was there earlier for this. And other days I'm there at seven or eight. But it's in the evening because that's what works for me. That's and everyone I- is so different. Honestly, uh, that is one of the reasons I created Beyond the Scale Academy because there's just a lot of so many programs that make you feel like it is one size fits all that you should feel guilty that if you don't follow it this way or that way. But really, every piece deserves to be custom. Of course, the training piece and the routine, you have to test it out though. And that's what I think a lot of people are afraid to to do. They have that Mm -hmm. fear of like, I'm not going to work like that workout at that time or that day. Great. Now, you know, don't do it. Exactly. (laughs) It it was hard for me to just actually acknowledge, you know what, that's not going to work. I get some of my best creative work sitting on the couch in the evening. You know, I, I can just sit there, notepad, you know, I got a plan. This is what's going to go in the class. This is what we're going to do. I want to talk to so-and-so about this. Mike, it works better for me later in the evening. First thing in the morning, it's other stuff. Yeah. But I had well, to figure that you, out. You had to figure that out for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yep. And honestly, I another, I love talking about things that are relevant, not my mind, but this, the new program I'm currently working on is for moms specifically. And it's for the mindset piece of it, which I truly, truly love. And I'll dig into it just because as a mom, especially when we're, before we finish the conversation about us being tired and not having the willpower at the end of the day, even in my recommendation, I recommend you take time for yourself before your kids wake up, but not to the point of you have to work out before your kids, because that is going to cause more guilt than anything else. Do I believe you deserve 30 minutes before your kids wake up and almost every day taking some time for yourself? Of course, Mm -hmm. but Every single morning that you wake up, there's going to be some nights when your kids don't sleep. There's going to be some nights when you have a big event that the window will be different. Sometimes it'll be 20 minutes. Sometimes it'll be an hour and a half. Sometimes it'll be a workout. Sometimes it'll just be a 10 minute coffee to yourself. Yeah. 
It is custom to you and it has to work for you, but not only work for you, you have to be okay with the fact that some days it's going to be a little different, a little varied than what Mm -hmm. you're doing. Mm -hmm. I think just having those staples and those foundations that you figured out for yourself are the key, are the important piece to it. Mm -hmm. I think it's important that moms remember that they know what's best for their family. Nobody needs to dictate how they take care of their family. That's your job. I mean, that's your, and so whatever somebody says, whatever you heard in the news, you know, the perfect mom will do X, Y, Z. No, you do what you need to do to take care of your family, but you cannot take care of your family until you take care of yourself. So you need to figure out where you can put that in and where you're going to embrace it and really get something out of it. Where do you have an extra 10 to 30 minutes for you? Because if you're not taking care of you, you have nothing to give other people. You've got to take care of you. You've got to feel good. You've got to feel like there's a time in your day where you can just breathe. I love that you said that. And that's so freaking true again, because maybe you didn't have that window one morning. So instead of beating yourself up, feeling guilty, eating your face off all day and, you know, feeling really just defeated, well, maybe there's like a nap time that you could use those 30 minutes for, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And Take again, your own nap. I'm a big fan of naps. Take <laughs> But it is true in that like, it is so important tying back to what we had originally said. Yes, as moms, but for all of us women, like we deserve to take care of ourselves. We, and if you don't, and you say, you know, right now I don't deserve it. And I am a hard worker myself. I will work till the bone. Right. But if I don't take like, realistically, come on, 20 minutes, Yeah, 20 minutes, like exactly. What ends up happening is either that day or through time, that 20 minutes that you didn't take leads to maybe two hours of you sitting on the couch being upset or depressed or anxious or eating or doing Mm -hmm. things that are unhealthy. And you, you know, your actual day to day, like being punished in the process of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can't do that. You you can't do that. So I'm like, when I started really working out more consistently, I had a heart to heart with myself. And in doing so, I realized that I could sit and whine and gripe for 30 minutes easily, or I could go to the gym for 30 minutes. And I like to leave the house. I don't want to work out at home. One, it gets me out of the house. And two, I get to be around people. I don't need to talk to anyone. They're just there you know, and so I'm not alone. I'm not isolated. People come in all shapes, sizes, heights, widths, colors, creeds, all of it. They're just, everybody's different and it's fabulous, but I can go be somewhere else, do something. And while I'm there, you know, I have the ability to listen to a podcast. I have the ability to listen to music or a book. So I'm getting this, I'm doing that, you know, multitasking thing. I'm getting something else in my head that's just outside the home. And it's really refreshing because then when you come back, it's like, okay, I can You're a new person. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I am like, I am not, I'm not a morning person. I used to not be, (laughs) but now if I do not work out and it doesn't always, it's not always super early. It's not always before my children wake up and it's never a perfect exact timing every day, but there has been so many times where I'm like, I'm so anxious. I'm so overwhelmed. And I'm just, you know what? Okay. Stop. 
I'm going to go get my workout in now. This is not what I had planned for the day. There is things that maybe I should be doing instead, but I need to stop for my sanity, for everybody around me, for, you know, for the project that I'm about to go work on. Like Mm -hmm. I need that time for myself. And then when I sit to work at it from a new perspective, from having that time away from my house, away from my computer, like you're able to give so much more then. Yeah. 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 You start becoming creative. You start dreaming again. You start being able to be imaginative. You New perspective. And- yeah. Your perspective, your willpower is increased. Yeah. Your, your ability to think clearly is increased. You know, your efficiency is increased. All of that, just, you know, just that release. And sometimes working out just means walking the neighborhood. I was leaving state that house. It doesn't necessarily have to be in the gym, working weights, like what we prefer to do. It has so many different forms that it could be. Yeah. Just leave the house and get a new perspective. Breathe different air. Somebody said that to me years ago and it really struck me. So you need to just go breathe some different air. I I haven't heard that, but that's a nice way to perspective. Like it's true. It is. You just... Yeah, somewhere else. And again, we're going to loop back to what we had said in the beginning of the conversation with COVID. Everybody is now or was spending more time at home than what they were usually. So that meant more time close to your kitchen with the food, or it meant more time where, you know, you don't, you're not used to that habit, that routine of getting out to go to the gym or getting out Mm -hmm. to walk and exercise maybe. Right. And that's, can be challenging then to get going. Yeah. I I do work from home and mm-hmm. I'm a stay-at-home mom too. So I'm the same with, as you. Like the gym is my break. That is my one thing I look forward to. It gives me life to then come back and be present with my kids, enjoy mm-hmm. the walls of my home again, right? Breathe that different air yeah. to get a different perspective, right? Yeah. But it could You've gotta, still- you got to get some space. We all need it. We all and deserve it too. Exactly. Exactly. So anyway, don't settle for, go for what you want. Believe in yourself. Take care of yourself first. Understand that when you start believing in you and your dreams one more time, that that's going to have a cascade effect. And I never tell anybody, you know, I've had people say, well, who's going to take care of my kids? Well, you are. Um, I never asked you to leave your kids, but I'm asking you to dream again and start pursuing those dreams. What was your dream? And when you start allowing yourself to believe in you again and to believe in your possibilities, and then you start acting that way again, a lot of this, a lot of the body image starts going away. The beyond the scale, absolutely. It's all beyond the scale. The number no longer matters because you're taking care of you. And it will start taking care of itself. The physical form will start taking care of itself. Start going forward. Start embracing that. Enjoy life. Be happy now. The journey is not going to be what you planned it to be. Um, I said, I was thinking to, who was I saying it to? Oh, it doesn't matter. Anyway, she said, well, who's going to take care of my kids? I said, well, you are. Well, if I'm out starting this business, I can't be taking care of my kids. So maybe you have a nanny, but you are still taking care of your kids. Somebody else has had the opportunity. You've created a job. Your kids are learning to work with other people outside of the family. Yeah. And you are creating a future that's going to be amazing. Yeah. 
Where's you can do both. I think a lot of the times we do feel that yeah. um, we're just, I, I listened to a podcast the other day about this actually, where it's just like, you were this person. Okay, but you're, you're not allowed to change. Yes, of course you're allowed to change. Yes, you're you are. supposed to change, right? Exactly. You know, and you're, oh, you're, you're staying at home with your kids. But you can do that and you can do something else too. Absolutely. Right? You are allowed to, to juggle it all. Um, I, yeah, you I can't have it. everything. You just can't have it all at once. There are some things that you've just got to isolate. So kids come earlier in the project because, well, physically, we've got to have children sooner as opposed to later. Career and corporate decisions, those can come later because, well, we have more time. And then we've got experience to go with that. And it makes that project easier. But we're not meant to be one thing. And when you get to wherever it is that you thought you were going, this was true for me, um, I wanted to work in an office and I was going to be this corporate person and I was going to have weekends and holidays and I was going to do that and that and that. Anyway, I got there and it was like, you know what? I am bored out of my ever loving mind. I have got to do something different. I've got to find a way to do something different. And it was scary because all of my security was going away. Well, what would, you know, family and friends think of me if I got rid of this really comfy job that I was bored to tears with? What if I got rid of that? I mean, what would other people think? And when I finally realized it didn't matter what other people thought, I needed to start doing something for me because my personality sucked big. <laughs> I could need it to be. You weren't happy. You weren't. I wasn't happy. Grew into yourself. Yeah, you've got to continue growing. Your whole purpose in life is to grow and to develop and to learn more and create more. And And that only happens when we do the hard things, when we make mm -hmm. the mistakes, those become the lessons and the things that shape us. Exactly. Knowledge is power when it is applied. You can know everything in the whole world. You can have as many degrees as you like, but if you aren't using them, applying that knowledge to develop yourself or to develop those around you, it's just books. No, you got to be able to pivot. You got to be able to change gears without the fear of somebody else's perspective. Um, The last, gosh, now it's almost been four years um, that I've been really working one-to-one creating this whole program. I have been working in the same type of deal where it's kind of group style. I check in with the women every single week. We were doing the same thing over and over. I was working strictly one-to-one with women, doing the group calls, all the things. And recently in the last year, I I was just, I burnt out. Yeah. I was exhausted. I was not feeling that drive and super happiness with it. I still am helping women. Like the people, they were still getting results, but I began to feel empty and very lost. And it, again, it wasn't because the women were not getting help. They weren't seeing results that I didn't love what I was doing, but the way I was doing it wasn't working for me anymore. Mm-hmm. And it was a very big change and a very hard change that I've had to make over these last few months. Yeah. Being able to say, okay, knowing in my heart I'm scaling back on who I was taking as a client, the way I was selling, how I was doing all of the things. But if I ever want to grow, I have to change. And sometimes that requires us to take that step back, to do something different that feels really hard, really, you know, like, okay, it may not work. There's so many things that could go wrong, 
But I had to take a step back and say, okay, I need the time to work on a more self-paced program. I need the time to be able to create some sort of product to help more women, to Mm -hmm. give them what all these people I'm giving in my one-to-ones, that opportunity to have that knowledge too, because I'm still only one person who is still taking care of two kids. And right. I was getting stretched out. So what was happening as because of the fact that I wasn't taking care of myself, I wasn't, you know, doing what was in my heart needed at the time. Gradually, my clients were kind of being the sacrifice. They weren't getting the best of me all the time. And we do the same dang thing when we don't take care of ourselves. After a while, your kids get sacrificed because you're so tired or angry, you're taking it out on them. Right, right. Or your coworkers or, you know, all those scenarios. We're trying to be so nice and kind and help other people, but the little bits of anger and, you know, regrets and that builds up after a while. So Mm -hmm. doing what's true to you and whether that means doing when no one else believes you, right? (laughs) Right. When no one yeah, exactly. Exactly. People are going to judge you whether you're skinny or whether you're fat, whether you're mm. good, whether you're bad, whether you're rich, whether you're poor. You're going to get judged by other people. You know what? Let that judgment be their own. It's okay. It's a reflection of who they are and what they see in themselves. So it has nothing to do with you. Do not settle for good enough just because you're doing something and it was working for a long time and it could still continue to work doesn't mean you should stay there. If you've got an inspiration or a glow within you that says there is something more I really want to do, I could do, you need to do it. You need to dial it back a bit and reset and then go forward. You, as a coach, your first client is you. So you've got to coach yourself. You've got to lead yourself down this path. And how you coach and lead yourself is how you're going to coach and lead your clients. That's what you want to do. You want to put that best foot forward. This is what you do for you. This is what you do for them. That's, it's just one automatic step. You're going to be great. That's what you're going to do. You have got to pursue those dreams. You've got to pursue those inspirations that are there that want to come out when you're coloring, when you're meditating, when you're drinking a cup of coffee. I don't meditate. I've never figured out how I know I should, but I'm, I'm going to figure it out one day. We'll have to work on it together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But what I can do is I can get a cup of coffee and stir it and get lost staring at the coffee or get lost staring at a bird out in the yard. And so that's kind of my meditation where I allow my brain to just be lost. And I just stare at something without paying attention and let my brain relax and let inspiration start bubbling up and just see what comes of it. That's my way of meditating. To sit and close my eyes and breathe, I can't do it. No, no, no. But you're sitting with yourself without trying to distract yourself with food or, you know, Mm -hmm. some sort of coping mechanism that we're doing to distract us from just being with ourselves. And that's Mm -hmm. something that I think our society does definitely struggle with. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, we all should meditate. But, you know, with regards to just staying, being okay with the fact that you're just being, you're just thinking, you're just doing nothing at all. Because in those moments, you're right. Yeah, it might feel like you're just sitting there, you're not doing anything. But that little bit of relaxation could 
help you later on. That little mm-hmm. key moment could be the one key thought that sparks for a whole brand new program. <laughs> exactly. No. Exactly. And I, I would, I would qualify that and say, I'm have my coffee without my phone. I'm staring at a bird. My phone is nowhere nearby. It's, uh, it's just me. Phone. Yes. It's just me. And in the world of women, taking on the world and conquering the world and being all that they can be and rising up and getting in shape and starting a career and having a family and all of that. We're exhausted just saying it. (laughs) I know, exactly. The one thing that I would say, and people forget this, it's okay to ask for help. And you should ask for help. You should find that accountability partner. You should find um, a group of people that are like-minded and want to rise up like you do. They call it a mastermind. And Be a part of that group and share the wins and the losses and know that you're not alone in this world. It's okay to ask for help. Investments, um, investors do not do anything alone. They have masterminds. They have groups of people who are interested in doing the same thing and they share their best practices. The same is true for dieting. The same is true for being a parent. The same is true for any of these things. It's to share that. It's to be part of a community that's willing to say, I'm going to lift you up and you're going to go far. That's how you start making those quantum leaps. You believe it. You find other people that believe in you and you borrow that faith until you get there and you do it again and again and again. I'm going to leave it at that. That was awesome. But that was so true as well to the point of, you know, even if it is a part-time sitter, that doesn't make you less of a mom. No. Right? Like that makes you stronger. And that's like, you know, like I always have struggled with the guilt of being a stay-at-home mom, trying to get my business running and be successful, you know, but my kids see me working hard. They see me, you know, yes, working. Okay. Mom can't work. Mom can't help you and play with you right now, but mom will play with you after like, Right. It's yes, a sacrifice sometimes, but it's not because living with regret and living with what could have happened and we're, you know, unhappy with yourself, it doesn't matter what size you are. It doesn't matter how much money you have in the bank. If you're not happy and you're not living to your true self, you never, you will be happy or feel like you've won or, you know, live your life to your freaking fullest, which is what we're all here for. You've got to pursue it. You've got to be true to you. You've got to embrace the energy that's within you, and you've got to pursue those goals. You've got to take those little steps. And it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to follow your dreams. And it's okay to get a sitter for the kids. It's not a sacrifice for them. They learn to behave when other people are around, and you're getting something done. And they also learn that you have boundaries. This is your time to take care of your job, and that's important. If you were leaving the house, it wouldn't be a question. So you're at home. It is a question. You know what? This is my boundary. Mm -mm. This is what I'm doing right now. And that's how that's going to go. And when you're doing it, I will respect that boundary. You're teaching them that you're leading by example. Not just for your kids, but your friends and the people who are. Yes. Yes, You have to have boundaries with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And if you aren't, you know, how you treat yourself is how everyone else is going to treat you. To start with treating yourself with those boundaries, with Mm -hmm. that respect that if you're not happy, then you need to change it. You need to not settle for it. You need to start implementing help or implementing change or ask for help if you need to. You need to take charge or that, and that's the only way that you're going to see change. You're going to see 
your own happiness and your own mm-hmm. results. And if you need to reframe asking for help to delegating, delegate, so, you know, delegate the kids to somebody else for two to four hours and take, you know, get that done. You know, I'm going to delegate dinner. You know, somebody else is going to take care of it tonight or however that goes. It doesn't, if it bothers you or somebody says, well, why do you need help taking care of your kids? You're, you're a stay at home mom because, well, I'm, I have a business that I'm developing and it requires time and it requires my undivided attention. And oddly enough, the kids think that they do too. It's just not going to work. One's got to give. And if you want to provide more for them and the family and for yourself, get a sitter. Yeah. And I like, and again, I'm just going to loop it back one more time with regards to having a positive perspective on that is Mm -hmm. there is a positive in that. Like if I only have a sitter for 45 minutes, I don't go to the gym and just twiddle my thumbs and look at Facebook. I got 45 minutes. I'm going to get my shit done. Right. Or if you only got a sitter for two hours, you're going to have a way bigger urgency to get that housework done, to get what needs to be done or go get your groceries or do the things because you only have that window. If you feel like, oh, it's another day. I just have my kids all day. I have nothing time for myself or we're using a lot of analogies with your kids, (laughs) but you know, you know what I mean? Like it's such a different perspective to have that urgency. If you're struggling and need an accountability partner, well, use that person as some form of urgency for yourself, Mm -hmm. right? Or ask for help so that you can create an urgency for yourself. There's that deadline. You've got 45 minutes. You've got two hours. You know, you need and a deadline. You do. You need a deadline. It adds urgency. It's that call to action. I've got so much time. I'm going to make the most of it. And this is how I'm going to use it. You know what? And if the sitter's there to take care of the kids while you go to the gym, bang it out and enjoy the time. If the sitter is there while you lock yourself in your office and get some work done there, fine. Bang it out. Get it done. Yeah. That's your business. How you use the time is your business, but you've got that urgency. There is a deadline. Time is finite. Don't let it go. Everybody's got the same amount of time, but it is finite. You don't manage time. You manage the actions during that time. And what you prioritize is the only thing that's going to get done because we all have hundreds of things that we could do every single day, but hundreds of those things will not move the needle for us. They will not create progress. Sometimes they can just make you feel more stuck, right? I know, exactly. And that overwhelm. Just take one step. Just do the piece of paper that's on top. I spent a lot of years as an executive assistant, and there were times, oh, my desk. Anyway, and it would just get, oh, I just wouldn't even know what to do. And I would just take everything, push it into a pile, no order, set it to the side, get a fresh coffee, and I would take the piece on top. I would do it, delegate it, or delete it, and move on. Do it, <laughs> delegate it, or delete it. But I mean, there were times where the overwhelm would get to that and I would just, it didn't matter what order, it wasn't prioritized, it was just getting done. Uh, I got to finish with this one last statement. Okay. When you're in that overwhelm, and you probably heard me say this already in that last episode, when you're in the overwhelm, when you're in that feeling of like, oh my God, I can't do anything. Oh my God, I'm I'm never going to get there. Oh my goodness. Like it's too much. If you do nothing right now, that's maybe what you always normally would have done. So absolutely anything that you do besides nothing is going to give you progress. It's going exactly. to result. It's going to give you momentum. Yes. It's freaking progress to be celebrated because mm-hmm. I still get in places like that. I still feel overwhelmed. I still feel like, oh my goodness, 
how am I ever going to keep working? Right. But if I don't do anything, well, I've done that before loads of times. I've just given up, <laughs> just stop working. Right. So even if I'm like, okay, one project. Right. Right. Then exactly. That's progress. Right. And I think when we drop that expectation of perfect and then just allow ourselves to say, you know what, it is impossible for me to do everything today. Mm-hmm. Then you kind of start to prioritize and allow yourself to say, well, okay, this is really at the top of my list. I don't have time to physically do everything. Then mm-hmm. again, that builds momentum for you. It mm-hmm. does start to move the needle and make things make your progress, make yourself feel good enough to keep going. And it does mm-hmm. add up like cleaning your kitchen just a little right. bit before bed does make a difference tomorrow. Yes. Eating one healthy meal is not going to give you abs, but it definitely gives you more energy to go do that workout, whether it's later that day or the right. next day. Right. Right. That one thing one, at a time. One thing at a time. One Thank you, Maren, so much for your time. <laughs> Thank you. This has been wonderful. It has. I cannot believe how much we covered, how much we spoke. Um, I truly hope that we we did enough looping to tie it all together. But thank you very much for your time. It was so nice to meet you, to speak with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Perhaps we'll do this again. Yes, absolutely. Very fun. Very fun. Absolutely. And I will have some notes, some links as well below in the show notes so that if anyone is looking to get more information about you, how they can connect with you, that will all be included in this episode. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. You Have a great day. You too. (laughs) 